Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is a podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week I'm reviewing Heavy Metal number 288, published in 2017 by Heavy Metal LLC. This issue includes the first art published by Peach Momoko in the U.S. Let's check out the book. Right, so as usual, a little bit behind the scenes info first. Uh, this is Heavy Metal Magazine, which has been around since the 70s. It's published a variety of amazing art throughout the years, broken out a lot of amazing artists, created a lot of WTF artwork out there, and it's still going strong. As of this video, actually, they are going to reboot with issue number one very soon, so maybe it's a good place to get on board. Heavy Metal started off as a French magazine, Metal Hurlant, I'm probably saying it all wrong, um, who published European artists in a more grown-up vein and then eventually came to the U.S. in the late 70s. I've checked in with heavy metal throughout the years. It's always a tour de force of artists and stories and WTFery. But the reason I picked this particular issue is because it's the first published interior artwork of Peach Momoko. Super hot cover artist who really kind of took over the world of comics from 2020 moving forward. You see her covers all over the place and she's drawn everything for everyone. She's amazing. But I wanted to take a look at her very first published work in the U.S. And this is it. Heavy Metal number 288 from 2017. Now there's three versions of this cover. I got cover B by Natalie Shaw. There's also a Frank Frazetta cover and a Shark Tooth cover. This is the one I got. So if you're looking for some deep cuts in Momoko's art, this is the one you need to get. This is the one I'm reviewing this week. All right, let's start off with the cover art. So as I said, this is a Natalie Shao cover. It's cover B. There were three variants or three covers in total for this particular issue. This is the one that spoke to me the most. Now, cover A is cool. Of course, it's the classic Frank Frazetta Death Dealer cover. And cover C by Sharktooth is also cool, but this is just a little bit more up my alley. It's kind of mysterious and scary, and it really ties in with the motif of the of the issue this, this time around, which is the weird issue. And then the cover tells us we're in for all of these amazing talents. So I really like this cover, but I'm going to have to give it a 4 out of 5, because if you look closely, the artwork looks kind of low quality or low res, like they took the original art and then they upscaled it. And I don't know if it really shows up on camera, but if you see it in real life, you notice it, that it looks, the printing looks really weird. I, I think they took a slightly not quite print quality version of this art and then printed it at, you know, 300 DPI in magazine form. And if you look at it from a distance, it's fine. But if you look at it close up, you're going to notice it. So that definitely dings it. I think you are picking up some weird patterns on the video. And that's because, again, the printing is just weird for this cover. Subject matter, however, it's amazing. All right, interior art is going to be hard to grade. So I'll just give it a 5 out of 5. Because we've got a variety of stories all listed here. Pause it, check it out on your own. With a variety of artists and styles, and everything's amazing. Now, some of it may be less your cup of tea, and some of it might be just the most amazing transcendent stuff. Now, there is a Richard Corbin work, his last work, I believe. Corbin is always amazing. He's been around since the 60s, definitely since the 70s, but his artwork is just always amazing. It can be this grotesque, cartoony style that I really enjoy with amazing panel layouts and the like. 
And yeah, as I said, there's just a variety of art styles out here. Just for expediency, I'm not really going to point out every single artist and writer. You can go back to that uh, table of contents and look at it on your own. But yeah, just a lot of great art, just a lot of great variety of artwork. Of course, the Peach Momoko stuff that we'll look at in detail later. Some more realistic, some more cartoony. This is a really amazing graphic design piece, Mouth Baby by James Harvey. The story is completely what the hell. We'll get to that later. But the art, it's this just wow, this pure graphic design style that is just this is my second favorite art in the whole comic. It's just I can't even describe it for some of you. This might be, I don't know, too cartoony, too simple. I don't know. But for others, for me, this is like, wow, this art is, this is what comics can be. Just this weird, simple style, but still incredibly evocative. So we'll get back to that story later. It's a long story, actually. Very weird. And then we've got the Natalie Shaw art over here. This is sort of this uh, more, I guess, computer-generated style or just computer-focused style, but this realist style which is also very, very good. So again, cutting to the chase, the art in here is just a five out of five. Some might be more enjoyable to you than others, but overall, I think there's gonna be something that everyone will enjoy. There's this weird Dave McKean, Martin Simmons style that we see in this other story here, black and white with some accents of color and the like, and again, just amazing, weird, grotesque. This is like collage. It's just grotesque subject matter. We have a Simon Bisley piece. And if you know Biz's work, he's been around for a while as well. He's got some epic art. I can't say no to a redhead with a big axe. And Bisley renders the musculature and the violence and the blood very well. So yeah, definitely this, this artwork, this heavy metal is always a five out of five. On the plot, okay, on the plot, that's going to be a different sort of rating that I'm going to give these. I'm going to give this an N.A. out of five. Again, pause it here to see who the writers and such are. And the reason for that is it's an anthology full of a variety of stories. And some stories you may love, some stories you may hate, some stories make you think, some stories you won't even be able to finish them. Some don't have actual plots. It's art. Some, is, some are parts of a longer narrative. Some are short and sweet. So it's just a variety of stories. On the one hand, I'll give them five out of five because you get more bang for your buck. You get a variety of stories. But then I have to lower the grade a little bit if it's especially an ongoing story that you have to come back to to get the full plot later on. And again, some stories I'm not too interested in, subject matter-wise and the like. But I'll leave it open-ended to you as what you would rate the stories. Enjoyability, I'll give it a 5 out of 5. Again, this is a very enjoyable book. It's been around decades. It's older than me. And everyone is going to find something to enjoy. From horror stories, to surreal stories, to prose and art. Original characters, to licensed properties. Whoops, spoiler alert. Pinhead has been released again. To music-related things as well. There's just something for everyone. Not for the kids, however, obviously. So the enjoyability of heavy metal, five out of five. Lastly, do you get it or shred it? Get it, of course. Now, if you can get them for less than cover price, that's even much more of a better deal. Now, this is, however, a key issue because again, it's got the first appearance of Peach Momoko art, interior art in the US. So let's segue on to look at looking at that in detail. 
Now, I do have to say it's a bit disappointing. It's a very short story, but we'll look at it from start to finish. Shaman Himiko by Peach Momoko. This is the very first interior artwork by Peach Momoko. Now, it's also her plots and layouts and everything, where nowadays she's known much more as a cover artist, although she did do the Marvel Demon Days series, which is all her own work, which is really cool. But I think most people know her for the cover works. All right, so we have this guy coming to Shaman Himiko saying, I've been fired, please uh, read me my fortune, help me and such. She's like, okay, very well, let me see stuff. I shall speak to the stars and see what answers they give. And it doesn't turn out very well for this guy. She finds out, okay, you're a greedy man, you stole from the company, you cheated on your wife, you're not a very good guy. No, wait a minute, it's the world is against me, I'm the victim. Yes, Mr. Hachi, it seems you are the victim, or at least you like to play one. Then so be it. I see your fortune and it is very clear. You are to be seduced by a woman, lied to and victimized, and that woman is me. Slurp. Ugh, very bitter and not much flavor. Prepare to be violated. The end. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is the very first uh, interior art by Peach Momoko in a U.S. comic. It's also her plot, layouts, and everything. So, dissecting it a little bit more, it's all in these sensuous purple tones. It's very monochromatic with some flashes of color here and there. Character designs are nice. Uh, this guy does look very gross. And this shot of Himiko bringing out the, I don't know, the seeing crystal ball or whatever looks nice just such a distorted look on mr hachi tentacle action going on over here and then removing his soul or something and he's just left as some writhing mass so grotesque artwork very enjoyable very nice colors the plot is very simple it's a super twist at the end that what you have done will now be done to you while all of the disciples titter about behind the scenes so yeah, this is Peach Momoko's very first artwork. If you are a Peach Momoko completist, you need to get a copy of Heavy Metal 288. There's three variant covers, and you will have your collection completed. And that was my review of Heavy Metal number 288, published in 2017 by Heavy Metal. What did you think of the book? What did you think of the art, the stories, the first appearance of Peach Momoko art in an American comic? Tell me about it in the comments. Did you see the video version of the podcast? Head on over to youtube.com slash vmcampos if you want to. And if you want to support my endeavors, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Pledge at $3.33 a month to unlock exclusive content a week early before everyone else. I hope you pledge to keep the channel going, to keep it funded, to be a part of it. I would really appreciate it. But if you can't quite pledge at the moment, no worries. Please enjoy the public version of my content. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.